Hey, welcome to the Grab the Map podcast, where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. I'm John Crutchfield, and I host this podcast every single week on wherever you can see podcasts. We're also on YouTube, so like and subscribe this post if you want to see them. Hit that notification bell so every single week you can get this content. I try to help people that are trying to get started in real estate. I try to help people that are trying to buy stuff. Look, I bought a lot of property in the last six years. I don't like saying the number anymore because it's just getting kind of outrageous. But hey, look, I like buying rental real estate. I like renting property out. I like flipping stuff. I like making money through real estate and teaching people. And that's why we're here. So let's talk a little bit today about how to get deals closed. Some people that I meet, they, they, they generally say that, hey, John's the guy you need to talk to if you want to get something closed. And what do I mean? Well, in this year alone, and we're at the beginning of 2021, um, I've been really fortunate, right? I have been able to close on about $1.4 million in rental real estate with about 40 to 50,000 bucks. If you can do the calculation on that, that's less than 5% down. How in the world have I grown my portfolio, okay? Bought $1.4 million with less than $50,000 down. It's probably a little less than that. All right. Well, we do that because I've got all kinds of ways to get deals closed. And if you ever want more detailed information, because uh, on YouTube, usually you're just seeing me or my guest or whatever. But if you want more information, if you want slides, if you want that kind of stuff, come to my Monday group. Come meet with me or meet with me one on one. Uh, we have a Monday group that meets at 6 p.m. Central every week. I want you to come to that group. Just be in there. It's free. Find us on Facebook. Jump in that group. And I guarantee you I'll add value. The group will add value to what you've got going on. How to get deals closed. You get deals closed by getting them closed. All right. And I meet people all the time who are not sure whether or not they really want to do this. And John Crutchfield really wants to do this. I really want you to do this. OK, and you get deals closed by not taking no for an answer. You see, when I call that person and I talk to that person for the first time and I say, hey, I want to buy your property from you. You know what happens? They say, oh, maybe I won't sell it or I don't think I want to sell it for that price or I don't really know if this is a good idea for me. And I talk to them and I listen to them and then I tell them that I'm gonna get the property closed. And when I say that, the most important thing becomes getting the deal done. There is no option where I cannot get a deal done. And so there's some things that I want you to, to think about because if you're having some problems, maybe you're committing to something and then you can't get it closed or you're nervous because you don't want to make an offer that you can't get closed. I want you to think about some things for how to get the, the deals closed. Number one, I want you to prepare before you make offers. All right. This does not mean that you have to have everything in order before you make an offer on a property. If you think you have to have everything in order completely, you're going to miss out on those great deals. I remember a couple of years ago, I bought a million dollar piece of property. I had no idea when I made the offer where I was going to get the money from, but I had been making preparations before I made that offer. That means that before you make these offers, 
bankers should know who you are. If you're going to need to lend money out or if you're going to need to get money from private friends or family, however you're going to do it, the people that you're going to need to get the money from need to know who you are. All right. And I'm sorry for the country accent here, but the reality is this. You need to be doing some preparation before you start making offers. You need to know the language. You need to know the lingo. Right. We believe here in getting an education. You need to know what you're talking about, whether it's possible. You need to know who your attorney's going to be. Who's going to be on your team that's going to help you get this done, right? And this is not a perfect system, okay? This is just you're making preparation so that when that opportunity comes, you're prepared and you're not thinking there's no way I can make an offer on this. You know, I had a guy call me one time and he was like, he had this apartments. And um, this is when I was first getting started. And he called me and he said, uh, hey, I was working on this guy's house or I was working on this guy's apartments. I do the AC. And he said he might sell those apartments. It was 55 apartments. And he only wants, uh, I think at the time he wanted like $1.4 million. All right. And I was just kind of getting started. And um, I was really nervous. That number was huge to me. It was a huge number because I had not done apartment deal. I had not done a big deal. Um, and I was just like pumping, right? But I had no, I knew enough about it where I knew I at least need to talk to this seller. Me and the seller talked, we built a rapport. He kind of liked me. He even agreed to do some creative financing where I would put a little down and he would finance it for me for a little while. I called a few banks and the banks were like, hey, this is big. You've never done anything like this before. And they scared me out of doing the deal. You know why? Because I wasn't prepared before that. I hadn't went to them with this idea. I hadn't really created the connections with the ones who really wanted to get big things done. And that made it difficult for me to make an offer to that seller that I was confident I could get closed. The first part about how to get deals closed is to get prepared. Know who your bankers are. Know generally how you're going to find your contractors. Okay. Know generally how you're going to get the, the, the paperwork handled and where your earnest money is going to come from. Know how your credit score looks and what the what all of that is going to be. Generally get prepared. That's going to help you a lot with getting deals closed. But now let's fast forward. You've made the offer and it's been accepted. What are some things that you can do? to make sure that deal gets closed. We've all heard about the ones where the seller backs out and they just decide they don't want to sell it anymore. Or maybe you, you've heard about the times where you can't find the money, so you just have to tell them I can't close it. Uh, maybe the bank backs out of the deal. All of these negative things that happen once you make an offer that you don't want to happen to you, all right? And so there's going to be a couple of things I'm going to suggest here. Number one, to make sure deals get closed, I want you to remember that this is a relationship business. I've got a couple of things that have not closed that were supposed to close this month. I'm not worried about whether they're going to close. They represent a couple hundred thousand dollars in equity, right? I'm not worried about whether my seller is going to still sell it to me next week. Okay. Why not? Because I've built relationships with the realtors involved, with the sellers involved. They know that I'm serious. They know that I still want to want the property. We're still communicating with each other about the transaction. And so that goes a long way when something, some kind of hiccup happens where you need to push a closing back. All right. 
the relationship that you have with those involved helps. Hey, when you send your banker an email or your real estate attorney an email and say, hey, I can't close this on this date or the seller doesn't want to close this at this time, everybody's willing to work with you if you've built relationships with them, right? Maybe you have, I've had this happen where a bank backs out at the last minute, right? And you've got to find another bank to squeeze in there and get something done real quick. Hey, if you've got relationships with multiple bankers, multiple individuals, multiple lenders, you're more prepared to get things closed. You don't have to go to your seller and say, hey, I'm so sorry. I know I promised you this money. I know I told you I was going to buy this, but I changed my mind. You don't have to do that because you got prepared and you've got a relationship with these people where you know you can have that banker, hey, call this person and say, hey, look, it might be a week or two late, but we're still going to get this done. Relationships are a foundation for getting deals closed. So don't just go out here making offers, being ugly to people, not really taking the time to get to know what their wants and their needs are. Because when you do it the right way and a hiccup comes in in the process of getting things closed, they will work with you if they like you, right? They will work with you if they know you, if they trust you, okay? That's number one, relationships are important in getting deals closed. Number two, extensions are okay, right? If you've done a good job of building relationships, you make sure that in that contract, you get the time that you need to get everything in line to purchase that property. You know, we did a, a purchase of some apartments, 64 units uh, last at the end of last year. And when I made that offer, I mean, it was a significant offer. There's a lot of due diligence that need to be done. I believe we signed the contract on June the 1st. And I told her, hey, look, I need until December to get this closed. And I had sat in her office there with her for three or four hours by the time we got to that point. She liked me. We had a relationship. She knew I was serious. And believe it or not, I needed every bit of that six months to get that deal closed. All right. And that's what you want to think about from the beginning. All right. If you need an extension, try to get it in the contract up front. But then if you realize that you're going to need additional time to get the bank part ready, to get your part ready, uh, to get due diligence done, let your seller know that as soon as possible. Hey, look, I still am very interested in this property. Can I get an extension? If you're getting great deals, a lot of times they don't want extensions, but guess what they do want? They want money. And they don't want a lot of times to have to go find another buyer. So something that has been very helpful to me is make offers of additional earnest money to get extensions, right? You can say, hey, look, I'll give you an extra 500 bucks or extra 10,000 bucks, depending on the deal, right? To get an additional 30, 60, 90 days. Think about the fact that that seller might have something they have planned and that they might need to push something off as well. So, hey, look, I'll give you extra 500, extra 1,000, extra 1,500 to get a 30, 60, 90 day extension. And that has helped me close a lot more deals because in that amount of time, I'm able to find another bank or find more money or do more due diligence, right? Find a way to get the deal done, okay? Another way that you can really get things closed, okay, is to make sure that you're actually buying a deal, all right? I've noticed that sometimes people are, um, making offers that are not deals and then wondering why they take it to the bank or they take it to a private lender and nobody wants to do it, right? 
Nobody wants to to do business with somebody who's just buying properties at retail or over retail. You need to have a tra you need to have a deal up front. Okay, that means if you're buying a million dollars worth of property or fifty thousand dollars worth of property, it needs to be worth two million or it needs to be worth a hundred thousand. Make sure it's worth double what you're paying for it. Um, and y'all know we've got formulas for all of this that we suggest on Monday nights at 6 p.m. Join this group. But make sure you've got a deal that when you're shopping it around to try to get it closed, you're not going to have a problem getting it closed. All right. And I think that that will really help you in getting deals closed. Um, what I like to encourage is that no matter what you're buying, you need to be buying cash flow. What does that mean? You need to be buying income. Everything you need, to, everything you buy needs to have the potential to bring in more income than it's going to cost you every month in expenses. Oh, even if I'm flipping a house. Yep. Even if you're flipping a house, imagine that you're going to have to rent it out every month. You need to have enough income coming in from that property to pay for the expenses on that property. And that's just how we encourage you to do deals, because if you do it that way, even if you're flipping it, you're still going to be safe when you go shop it around to try to get a deal closed. Another suggestion here, make sure that you're solving a problem. All right, let's keep chatting here about how to get deals closed. Um, let's see. Another interesting thing to think about here is you want to make sure that you're solving a problem for your, your buyer. All right. If you are the buyer, if you're the wholesaler, all right, um, you want to make sure that you're solving problems for your seller, right? So if you are solving a problem for them, they're going to be more inclined to really get this deal closed, right? If they need the money for something or if they need uh, income payments every month, maybe they're retiring and they need monthly income, whatever they're thing that they need that you're solving the problem for uh, becomes way more important if you're actually solving the problem. So when you're structuring that deal, you really don't want to offer them something that doesn't solve a problem for them, right? We talked about this many times before, but a lot of times what they're actually wanting is not money. They're wanting a solution to their problem, right? The solution might be money, but it also could be monthly income. It also could be less headache of having to manage property or worry about tenants, worry about repairs. Make an offer that solves a problem so that when you're trying to get that deal closed, you can go to them and say, hey, look, I've realized that I need to make this change or make this adjustment or to get this done, we really need to make this change. And I'm still gonna solve your problem. We just need to structure it differently. And I've had that happen for me on several occasions, right? A lot of times people don't care how you solve their problem if you solve their problem. I had a guy uh, just recently, I, I purchased the 20 acres from him, right? And um, I thought I was gonna be able to get it financed in cash, uh, wasn't able to get it financed in cash, went to him and said, hey, look, what if I just started making your payments to your bank for you? And we did the deal uh, as a subject to deal um, you don't have to worry about your tenants, the taxes, the maintenance, anything. I'm going to take over all of that. Just as I said, I just want you to leave your loan in place. No problem. Why? Number one, we had some relationships. Number two, I was solving a headache for him, right? 
some of the stuff we've already talked about allowed me to get that deal closed. Had an attorney that was willing to do all the paperwork. I had never done that before. So having the attorney know how to do all of that, also an important part of it. I've got a couple of more, uh, a couple of more things I wanna, wanna share here. All right, um, talked about extensions. We've talked about making sure you're buying a good deal. We've talked about making sure you're solving their problem. We've talked about relationships. Um, I want you to remember too, that your job in getting these things closed is finding the money. And that's a big one, right? Most people don't wanna get in the business or don't think they can because they don't have the money. And I'm gonna tell you all a secret. I don't have it either. What do you mean? All right, you're making offers on these properties and you don't have the money exactly, right? Your job as a real estate investor is to go get it. And in order to be able to go get it, you gotta know where it is, right? Be glad to show you some stuff about that, but I don't want you to take no for an answer. If you make an offer on a $50,000 property that's worth a hundred, you got to find the money. You can't take no for an answer. Everybody's fair game. Thanks, obvious place, right? Mama, Papa, Grandma, Sister, Cousin, person in the airport that you've never met before, all of them become fair game until you get that deal funded, right? The seller even becomes fair game. What do you mean the seller? Why would the seller pay me to buy his property? Hey, you need to talk to me at Grab the Map. There's ways to structure this stuff where you can get stuff done without, uh, you, you can find the money. Let's, let's talk about it, all right? And the last one that I'll bring up here is I just want you to remember that things have to be creative, all right? In order for you to get scale and be able to grow fast, you have to be on, you have to be outside of a box. There are some deals that are going to go exactly how you want them to go. You're going to have the money. You're going to have the maintenance team. You're going to have the due diligence period. Your seller is going to be a breeze to work with. And then you're going to get some things that happen that change everything and you're going to have to make adjustments, right? And you've got to remember that everything uh, in structuring these deals to get them closed is totally up to you and your seller, right? That's why I encourage you to do deals direct to the seller. It's not up to the realtor. It's not up to the wholesaler. It's between me and the seller, right? And sometimes you have those those people who bring you good deals and you just have to remember that you got to structure things differently. But think outside of the box. You can get it closed if you don't set, take no for an answer. Maybe you need more time. Maybe <coughs> the seller needs to finance part of it. Um, whatever it is, you can do it. You just got to think outside of the box. I'll give you some examples of what we're talking about here. How do we get things closed? Okay. Number one, Hey, look, you know, I've got uh, probably 75% of my transactions. I'm, let's say I'm, I'm in Mississippi and I'm buying a $30,000 house. I'm going to put $10,000 into it and it's going to be worth 70 or 80,000 bucks. All right. That's my typical deal. I love doing those because all day long I'm doubling the value of the property. All right. Love doing that, creating equity. And most of those, when I make that offer to that seller, I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to say, hey, I'm buying a $30,000 house that's worth $80,000. And they're going to say, sure, no problem. We love doing that. We're going to make interest. And if you don't pay me, I can take the property back and get my money back. Everybody likes those deals. All right. 
Um, that's how the typical deal goes. But let's make up some scenarios that have actually happened, right? How do you get things closed when you don't have the money? Maybe you get somebody who got one right now or somebody wants to, she wants to, her, her dad died. She wants to sell $200,000 uh, worth of property uh, for I think 80,000 80, bucks. I don't have it, right? How do I get that closed? Well, I'm gonna make her an offer. She accepted my offer and now it's my job to figure it out. How do I get it closed? Number one, I get a long contract, right? So I've got 60 days to figure out my problem, okay? She was cool with that. Number two, I start talking to banks. Hey, look, I need help. Can you help me? I need help. Can you help me, right? I'm not just going to one because one might say no. I'm going to all of them, right? I'm going to as many as it takes until I get a firm commitment to get that to get that deal closed, right? Again, I follow my own prescription here because it's actually a deal. There's a lot of equity in the in these properties, a lot of equity in this project. Okay. So that's very important too. Um, some some other examples here. I'll give you another example. Uh, I had a I had a uh, I had a, a lady who told me she was gonna sell her finance the down payment on a pretty big purchase, right? And about two weeks before we were set to close, the bank was on board, all of the diligence was done. She changed her mind and said, now nah, I don't want to sell her finance. I just want all of my money up front, right? Well, how do you get that closed, right? How do you come up with the extra down payment in two weeks, right? Well, I can tell you what I did. I just started calling everybody in my phone, right? Started calling everybody and telling them, hey, this is what I need. I need this amount, I'll pay you this amount of interest, and this is how I'm gonna pay you back. And I called so many people, I'll tell you, that taught me a lot about my friends, all right? But I called so many people, and what happened is the person who ended up saying yes, ended up saying yes in about 30 minutes with no hassle, no harassment, and has now lent to me multiple times on multiple deals. I never would have found him if I hadn't been in that state of urgency trying to get that deal closed. Well, what about your impatient seller, right? I, I had a lady one time who uh, she just, she agreed to sell me something. It was a great deal, $50,000 uh, purchase. The house was worth about 150,000. She just got tired of it. She had had a bad tenant. It was gonna be a great transaction. And we had everything worked out and she called me about a week before and she just said, hey, look, if you don't give me my money this week, I changed my mind. How do you get that closed, right? Well, you might actually need to have a little cash in the bank for stuff like that, right? That's how I had to get that one closed. But in the same scenario, you if you've got great deals, you can find the money. Call John Crutchfield. Call somebody else to figure out how they can help you get your transaction closed. Sometimes it won't be free to get this stuff done, right? Sometimes it'll cost you some interest or some points. Sometimes it'll cost you some energy and some time, right? But getting things closed is how you make progress in your real estate business. And I thought I would share this with y'all today because this is where we don't just look at it, we grab the map.